What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hello, my precious blueberries. Welcome to August. I am so glad to be talking to you this month. This month is a very exciting month for me, and that's because this month I am bringing on people who are going to help you just 10x the goals that you've set for yourself. To me, this is goal setting month. This is the month that we get ready for Q4, all the stuff that's going to happen with it, all of the excitement, you know, like I know Q4 doesn't happen until October, but I always see August as like the downtime, the time when you just get to really connect with who you want to be when you grow up, what does that person look like and how are you going to get there? So This month, I am bringing on people who are going to talk about the in and outs of both MVPs, minimum viable products, and building an app, or maybe you want to start a podcast or become a podcast guest. What does all of that look like? These people are going to knock it out of the park for you. I am, what was that voice, by the way? (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Christopher Guest movies, you know, like Best in Show and a mighty wind. And I feel like that just got channeled there. So let's start over again. Now I don't remember what I was going to say. This is Megan's brain. Welcome to Megan's brain. And I apologize that you have to come (laughs) sift through the crazy, a beautiful mind string network of my brain. All right. Goal setting. Let me talk to you really quickly about different ways you can actually achieve goals that you've set. So I know that sounds like, well, duh, Megan, but let's talk about the process of setting goals. And I've been reading this book right now called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And it's about understanding the quantum nature of things and how you are already a millionaire. You just have to like step into that role because it talks about, I'm not going to bore you with this if you're not into this. So just pick up the book. I'll put the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. But essentially, it means that understanding Einstein's theory of relativity and, uh, you know, like Michio Kaku, those kind of people who talk about how everything is already like the past and the present and the future are all happening at the same time. And 
it's not about having parallel lives or parallel worlds or parallel universes or whatever. It's about understanding that they are all happening in the same space. It's just you opening up to it. And the reason I bring that up is because what I want to talk about are SMART goals. And if you're unfamiliar, SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measured, Actionable, Realistic, and Timed. And I'm usually a big advocate of figuring out SMART goals. But now that I've been reading this, I've been thinking more about realism and timeliness, particularly when it comes to achieving goals. So my original thinking was SMART goals are really good because specific, you're thinking of a specific goal, measurable. So specific is not, I want to be famous. It's I want to be on a long running television show that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like it's specific things and measurable is, are you achieving it? So something saying something like, I want to be successful doesn't work because success is not cross offable. Do you know what I mean? Like what success is, is not a black and white thing. It's a very nebulous gray area. And the problem with saying something like I want to be successful is that that the goalpost changes the more you move into business or entrepreneurship or blogging, any kind of goal, really, like fitness, um, hobbies, whatever. Success changes when you're understanding changes. So just more practice or more knowledge, whatever. So when you have something like I want to be successful, you have to actually define that in concrete cross offable things like success to me means $1 million in net revenue success to me means 50 clients, you know, like, these are the things that success means. And so when you achieve them, you can't do like the yeah, but of, yeah, I got that, but I'm not successful. No, you originally said successful was ABCD. You have accomplished ABCD. Ipso facto, you are successful. That's the measurable part of it. Um, so specific, measurable, actionable, same thing. You know, what is, uh, what are actionable steps that you can take to do this? And so you're not just kind of leaving it up to the universe you're making actionable, you're, you're taking steps to achieve it. And the R and the T are the parts that I've been fussing with a little bit. So realistic was what I used to say was it has to be a realistic goal in the sense of, can you actually achieve it? Or are you setting yourself up for failure? So you want to drop 40 pounds in a month, you can do it, but that means you're going to have to cut off a limb. So is that realistic? Or you want to be a millionaire six months out of the gate, uh, starting, starting a business, you could do it, but you're probably going to go into a lot of debt or there's going to be something that isn't, it's not as realistic as you would like it to be. And then timed is you have to give yourself a time, which I always felt was really unfair, but I understood the reasoning behind it. So I will be, I will earn $1 million in 365 days. Like I have a time limit, I have to go. And, you know, the reasoning behind it, of course, is if you don't give yourself a timeline, then you'll never achieve it because it'll always be out in the ether that uh, I'm going to be a millionaire. When? 
when is that going to happen? So that's the original thinking behind SMART goals. And it was something that I was a big advocate of. But now that I've been looking into more manifestation and mindset work, I want to kind of I want to kind of turn SMART goals on its side and have a more holistic approach to it. So I still agree with specific, measurable, and actionable. But in terms of realism, I want to change that from is it realistic to are you able to visualize that happening to you? So you want to be a millionaire, but you kind of don't think you're really going to ever make it. You don't think you're ever going to be a millionaire. Well, then it's not realistic. But if you can visualize what a millionaire is and what they do and how that fits into your life, and you can see yourself being that person, then I think it takes more realistic light to it if that makes sense. Now, in terms of timed, again, like I feel like this needs to go into a more gray area just because of the way I am learning how to understand goal setting and achieving goals. I think that timed is good in a, like a black and white way. Like I, I think that time, having a time that you have to achieve a goal by is a good way to make sure that you keep turning it over in your head. So I want to be a millionaire. What does that mean? How do I achieve that goal? Well, to be a millionaire, I need to make this much an hour. And to make this much an hour, that means that I have to have these kind of products sold, or I have to have these many clients and charging them this and both. Like you're still working out the path to become a millionaire. But in terms of I'm going to be a millionaire within 365 days, I think that's still a good thing to have, but it all comes down to going back to realistic and having that mindset shift of allowing yourself to become the millionaire and not setting yourself up for failure and not uh, like sabotaging yourself with negative thoughts or negative mindsets. I'm not saying that if your goal is to be a millionaire, you should go out and buy a yacht because that's what millionaires do. One, I don't actually think they do that. And two, that's not helping you. That's making you act in a way that isn't actually aligned with your goals. You're just thinking that's what you should do. So, and it's actually working against you. Does that make sense? If you want to be a millionaire, if you want to have a successful business, then you have to create you have to define the path of what that means, write it down, but then believe that you can make it. And I know that that sounds really like it's oversimplifying the whole matter, but if you have negative talk that you're setting yourself up with, like, I would love to be a millionaire, but that's not for me, or I never learned how to manage money, or I never, I can't, I won't, I don't, I'm like any kind of negative thing that you set up as a hurdle just makes everything go take longer and be more stressful. And instead, if you can just give yourself a chance and let yourself believe that whatever goal you set this month can be achieved, 
will be achieved. Dude, you're like 500 yards ahead of everybody else who's just saying, just they're talking the talk, but they're not believing in themselves. And why would you get anything if you don't believe you deserve it? Do you know what I mean? It, you know, it's like the old adage of like, love comes when you're not looking for it. It's because you believe, you, you believe love exists and you don't have to focus on it because it's gonna come. And that's what I want for you this month. And so think about your goals for Q4. And I want you to just pick a shit ton of goals. I want you to pick like, I'm right now working on filling out 218 goals that I want for Q4. And the only reason that I have 218 was because I was going to go for 500, but then <laughs> I got to 218 in my bullet journal and I was just like, I don't want to fill any more pages. Let me start with 218. And if I can figure those out, then we'll, we'll do a stretch goal. But I want you to think of just as many goals as you can, just a ridiculous number of goals. And the reason I want you to think about these and write them down is because the more goals you have, the more you'll achieve. You, it, like, it, it sounds counterintuitive, like you won't have a focus, you'll be thinking of all the other things, but it's more like setting yourself up for like a ladder of wins. So here, let me, let me pull my goals out and we'll see, you'll see what I mean. So don't you like the page turning just to verify like, yes, I really am. <laughs> I really am doing this. So some of my 218 goals, turquoise velvet couch for office, down to one organizer of jewelry and watches, make 80% of my income from digital products, no cavities, 10 sales funnels live, Jimmy is healthy, Betty is healthy, Steve's ankle is healed, deck is repainted, close Etsy, write second book, relaunch graham crackers, Day one sales funnel launched. I stay healthy. Close Chase Ink card. Tricolor Pictum, which is a rare plant. Um, launch Google Ads campaign. Launch Facebook Ads campaign. Donate five bags of clothing. Go back to gym. Maintain good blood pressure levels. So you see, like, it's not, not all of them are... $10,000 in sales in one week, or you know, like they're not all these crazy unattainable goals. I just had, I just went to the dentist. I have no cavities. I get to cross it off my list. Goal for Q4 achieved early. I won. So it's just, I want you to just think of a ridiculous number of goals and just go for it and review them and see the ones you cross off. And it's just going to be this huge boost for you of I have no cavities. So that's one thing that's off my plate. Now I can focus on the $10,000 in one week goal. Do you know what I mean? So that's my advice for you this month. And if you need some help, if you've got some big goals about launching a new product, starting a podcast, getting your word out on other podcasts, launching an app for your business, stick around for the two interviews I'm doing this month because they are going to blow your mind. And I had so much fun recording them. Uh, these are just really cool guys and you guys are really cool. So I think you're going to really like each other. Now I have a favor to ask you. It's just sort of like a logistical thing. Um, we just moved to a new 
podcast host. And unfortunately, all of my reviews for my podcasts are gone. They, they apparently they stick with the old RSS feed and we have no, we have no reviews and I'm very sad about it. Could you do me a favor? Could you go and write a review about Stop Sucking at Business? It would mean a huge deal to me. I would really, truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you next week all about setting up an MVP and maybe even launching an app if you're cuckoo crazy pants, which I think you are, but I think you are in a good way. Like you're just going to crush it. So until next week, my loves, I'll talk soon. On the next episode. What I, what I would tell people is that uh, the application is just a method of delivering the service. It's not your business. Mm-hmm. The thing that you're providing to your client, right? Like in Airbnb's case, they're providing rooms or apartments for rent on a short-term basis. 